Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey everyone, this is Ryan Cote, and thanks for joining the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Today with me is Adam Lean. Hey, Adam. Hey, how are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining me here. I'm excited to talk to you. Why don't you start out by talking about or telling us who you are, what you do, and then what you enjoy, what your interests are. I own a couple of businesses, but they're all geared around helping business owners make more money. I mean, that's essentially what we do. So my my main business is called the CFO Project, CFO as in Chief Financial Officer. We provide CFOs to small, medium-sized businesses to help them make better decisions so they can make more money. I mean, that's really why businesses are in business. What you do with that money is up to you. The goal is to make as, as much as it, much of it as you can, and that's what we help you do. And CFO's job is to help a business make more money. I mean, the CFO of Apple, that person's job is to help the leadership team know how to make more money. Well, every business needs that, but of course, most businesses can't afford to have a six-figure CFO on their staff, but they need something. And usually they turn to accountants or bookkeepers, but, but the problem is accountants the bookkeeper's job is to record what happened in the past. They're not getting paid to help the business strategize and help them make more money. That's, I mean, that's just simply not what they're getting paid to do. And they're not trained in that. So they need something. And so that's where we come into play. We'll just work with you on a regular basis and help you make more money. Sounds like a much needed service for sure. What do you do for fun? Yeah, I'm going to sound really boring because I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I have a list of things that I do for fun other than just my wife and I like to travel. I think that's probably our number one thing I like to do for fun. So it's been sort of a pain in the past several months stuck in the house, not, not being able to go anywhere with COVID. I like to read and I like to watch TV. <laughs> Sounds really boring, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, no, you know, you had me thinking, um, those are all similar to me. I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't have hobbies. I, I actually came to the realization I don't have any hobbies except for like reading and of course, hanging out with family and traveling but like no hobbies I do by myself or do with other people. And so that's why I picked up golf. And I wouldn't say I play. I'm physically there, like swinging, but I don't know if I would define like what I do as playing yet because I'm pretty bad. But I realized I need a hobby that can carry me into my later years. And so I think what you said (laughs) is very common. Most entrepreneurs don't have a lot of hobbies. So something to think about. So you have like an interesting perspective. So this Morning Upgrade podcast is about personal development and growth, but also like entrepreneurship which all to me is all tied together. But I want to ask you this question because you have a unique perspective since you work with so many different businesses. And I'm sure you've get, yeah, you get asked this a lot, but I'm just curious. So I'm going to ask it anyway. What is the biggest mistakes, mistake you see besides like not knowing their numbers, but what, what is the biggest mistake that you see small business owners making in terms of their finances? In terms of their finances... That's a good question because I, I think there's a, a lot of mistakes that business owners make, but, they, but it all leads into making mistakes with their finances. The easy answer is they don't understand their finances because most business owners are not experts of finance. They're experts in the craft that their business does. So so somebody that likes to cut hair starts a hair salon. Not because yeah. they're this you know financial business expert, it's because they know that industry. Same with you know somebody that's great cook or chef or somebody that understands plumbing. They start a plumbing business because they know plumbing, not because they they wake up one day thinking, I'm going to start a business and let me just pick something and learn that trade. 
And so because of that, they spend all their time focused on the operations of the business and not the, the strategic things to help the business make more money. If we look at the the hairstylist, for example, if they spend all their time focused on styling hair, then they just have a job that they own and they're probably not going to be making a ton of money from that job. It's just a really stressful job that they own. Um, Instead of, they need to approach it from a, from a strategic, from a business standpoint and say, how can I get more customers and how can I get more leads in the door that will turn into customers? How can I get my, my existing customers to come to, to purchase more? How can I get, make more of a profit from every customer? And, you know, all these things that are easy to ignore when you're only focused on the day-to-day operations of the business. And that, of course, yeah, makes them to the financials because they're not making enough money. I was on a call with a prospect a couple of days ago, and they said the same thing that I hear over and over and over. It's, I'm working so hard, but why is the money not in the bank account? Where does it go? What am I doing this for? And that's frustrating. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this can resonate with that. Valentine, the, the marketing agency that I run with my family, I'm fortunate that we all have different strengths and weaknesses. And my brother, Scott, his strength is operations and finance. And so he, he understands all that. He understands what the numbers mean. And so I don't have to worry about learning that. If someone doesn't have a Scott in their business, well, you know, that's where a service like yours comes in. But I think you know, understanding the numbers is definitely important. So I like that answer. So what's the hardest thing about running your business? And what are you doing about it? Hardest thing about running my business is not having enough time for doing everything I want to do. <laughs> and so that, that forces me to sort of prioritize what I do on a regular basis. And I've gotten really good. I'm not where I want to be, but I think over the past several years, I've gotten really good at working on things that move the ball the farthest, working on things that matter. I read a lot of books and there's a lot of different perspectives on, on, you know, how you should organize your, your day or your life. I mean, there's books like the um, 12-week year, I think it is, or the yep. Getting Things Done by David Allen Co. There's so many different perspectives, but it all boils down to understanding where you want your business to go in the long term and then backing out from there what needs to happen this year, what needs to happen in this, this 12 months, and then what needs to happen this month, and then what needs to happen this week, and then what needs to happen today. Every single thing they, that I work on has to be able to, to benefit somehow that long-term vision for the business. It's like the 80-20, you're trying to figure out what the 20% you could work on is going to move the company forward to 80%, 80% of the way. That's right. Yeah. And I, I can't remember who said this. I, I didn't come up with this, but I think maybe Tim Ferriss did, but whoever the, you have to identify the, like, if you think of a, a lot of dominoes lined up, you have to identify the main domino that if you knock it over, will knock over the most dominoes. And so uh, what, what yeah, is that one that. thing that's first that, that you need to focus on that will help you make everything else easier. Yeah. I think that's the one thing, isn't it? By that book by Gary Keller and Jay Papazon. Oh, yeah, isn't I the one right. thing? Yep. I think you're right. Yeah. It's a good book recommendation. Good book. It's definitely worth reading. I think that's the common struggle that most business owners face is, there's a lot of things you could work on, but there's things you should be working on, things you shouldn't be working on. What should you be working on, and how can you delegate the rest? I think 
you find the answer to that, like the perfect recipe, that's where things start to really, things start to really move, move forward. And that's the other thing with people that start a business because they're experts in the craft, they enjoy the craft of the business. So that's what they want to work on. That may not be the most important thing to work on. And which is why a lot of business owners feel, feel stuck. You're making me think another another book now, E-Myth. Yes. The E-Myth is a great book. I highly recommend that because most business owners, like the book says, or he calls them technicians. They're great at the technical side of the business. Guy that, that knows heating and air and all they do is focus on heating and air. That's being a great technician. But in order to grow the business, you have to become a manager, being able to oversee technicians. But then you also have to become a, I think he calls it an entrepreneur, somebody that, that helps the business grow forward with vision. Yeah, it's a good book. Definitely a good book. It just ties into exactly what you're saying. So let's talk about, let's go more, more towards personal development now. I've got a couple of questions for you, and then we can wrap up. You can tell everyone how people can find you. I'm huge into morning routines, hence the name Morning Upgrade. I've got my whole whole set of tasks that I do every morning. I'm going on like almost three months straight, not missing a day. So now I now I don't want to break the streak. But what does your morning routine look like? Do you have one? And if yes, what does it look like? I do have one, but it's not sophisticated. <laughs> but I'm a morning person. I love the mornings. I get so much. I'm more creative. I get so much more done. So I actually, I like to wake up by no later than 6.30 because I like having time to myself. And the first thing I'll do is make coffee <laughs> and then sit and I usually read for about 45 minutes to an hour. And I, now I don't do this most. I don't necessarily read that long most days, but I try to. I'm more energized in the morning. And so I like being able to read. And, and I... 99% of the time, it's a business book. I just enjoy reading businessy type books. I don't know why, but I just, I just do. <laughs> and I get more creative, more uh, creativity and, and, uh, and being, I'm able to sort of get into my day if I have start the day off with, with being energized by those by books. I think it's a perfect morning routine. Everyone's routine is different. You, you start off by, you have a ritual of making coffee, which I do too. After I go through my whole whole routine, but I couldn't you read without coffee. <laughs> I just like the taste too, and now it's like I got my whole thing down with the coffee I'm going to buy and the way I make it, and so it's a nice little ritual. Kind of kicks off the, the you work make day. It yourself, like you grind the coffee and coffee beans and all that. And no, I'm not that. Uh, oh, okay. That's sophisticated. <laughs> with I, I buy ground coffee, but I, I found the one I like. I like McDonald's premium roast. I'm not sure why. I don't go there and get it. I yeah. they sell it in the stores. I've tried other ones, and this, okay. for some reason, is one that, to me, tastes the best. I love reading, too. I'm, I'm the same way with books. Uh, my dad tries to get me to read fiction. He's like, you got to relax. It doesn't always have to be business. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I enjoy it. And I, I tried reading a fiction book, and I got restless. And I just, I just, I know, you know, it's it's not, like you said, it's not, you enjoy it, so it's not work, you know? Right. For the longest time, I thought something was wrong with me because I, I, like, I don't like watching movies all that much or reading fiction books or anything like that. I do like watching TV just because it helps me veg. I don't know. I just couldn't get into stuff. Like I've never seen Star Wars, for example. And like I've heard about it and my wife's seen every single one. Like I just can't get into that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, self-education is is very important. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I'm going to ask you one more question and then um, 
we can wrap up by you telling us, you know, what the best website is for people to visit you if they want to learn more about about you and your business. So let's talk about the perfect day. Do you have, have you ever thought about like what the perfect day looks like for you or elements of the perfect day? And if yes, what are those, what does that look like for you? Like in terms of um, a perfect work day, I feel like I have a perfect work day and a perfect non-work day. <laughs> that is a great question. So I would say perfect work day, because that's like the most day-to-day realistic thing. I mean, of course, perfect day, I fly to Italy and I have like the best coffee right. and best food, but <laughs> but like, you know, right. I would say work day, because that's like your... So my perfect work day is when I get to work on things that are in my elements, the things that, that I enjoy doing. I'm a high achiever. I like being able to achieve things and I like to be able to work on things that are in my element. I don't, I don't get to do that most days because again, I've got to focus on things that actually move the business forward. And if what's in my element may not necessarily be the thing that, that moves the business forward this week, but the perfect day is when I get to work on something that I feel in the zone and I feel is in my element, which is creating products and tools and systems for either the business or for clients is what energizes me. I like being able to, to create things, make things. I I like making business and money and financial stuff just easy for people. And I do that through creating these tools and books and guides and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, so spending most of my day doing that is, is a perfect day. <laughs> You're an entrepreneur. So creating things is, is another yeah, common trait. So that's, that's awesome. All right. So if someone wants to learn more about your business or about you, what's the best website or the best way for them to connect with you? The best place to go is thecfoproject.com. That's T-H-E-C-F-O project.com. And uh, read all about about us. And, and there's a bright green button at the top right where it says book a call. And, and that actually is booking a call on my calendar. So if anybody wants to get in touch with me, that's the best place to do it. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sam, for joining. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.